Thank you for joining me today. My name is James Briscoe. I am an ordained Baptist minister. And I've been ordained for the last 28 years. Our topic today is why Satan is attracted to women. Why Satan is attracted to women. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing. Continue to bless us and keep us throughout this day. And we'll give you the praise and honor and glory forever and ever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Our sub I'm going to digress just a little bit because I've been some real good news that's come out of the Supreme Court and it allows me to realize that the statistical law of regression to the means is still in play. So let's talk about last year, about this time, the Supreme Court broke, uh, struck down the Roe versus Wade uh, decision that had been made in 1973. They struck it down. Now, today, a year later, they have come with several other rulings that have a lot of potential and a lot of meaning for us today. I'm going to talk about them briefly and then I'll get into it. It's going to somewhat limit me the time that I'm spend while going through this, but I'm going to talk about just recently, last week, June, we heard about these decisions made by the Supreme Court. They are three powerful rulings that go against the evil establishment and the Democratic Party in particular. The first ruling in which they cited, the, the Supreme Court cited with the defendant. It was a ruling concerning a, a person or two men in Colorado who run a website and the homosexuals came to them and they've been really bugging the Christians in Colorado. Home, several homosexual men came so they wanted a website made for them. And the, these Christian uh, website builders these two men their business they said no we're not going we're going to do it and so the homosexuals brought a lawsuit suit against them and sent trying to force them see uh colorado has been on the side of those people for a long time so it's no big thing so the supreme court it finally worked its way up to the supreme court and the supreme court ruled with the defendant they said that the colorado law was illegal and that a person who has a business and the business is established and run by people who have certain religious or have strong religious beliefs, they don't have to be, come under the whims and wishes of a group of people such as the homosexuals. So a, Christmas, a Christian business does not have to provide services for the homosexual community if it goes against their religious beliefs. So the ruling came down that the people, the, the uh, defendants were right to rule it, to not provide service. They had a right and they didn't have to provide services. So they it ruled in their favor. So it's good. People in business don't have to have these homosexuals going around and trying to set up a lawsuit against them because the Supreme Court said that's that's not a thing that they're going to tolerate as being a law and, and happening in our society. 
The next ruling was the affirmative action law, which they ruled it illegal, that it was illegal because it forces colleges and businesses to accept people who are not quite up to snuff. See, it goes against the merit kind of things that uh, people with good grades, such as the Asians, good grades, high grade points, it scored well on the test, and it was a decision that favored the whole system of merit. If the Asian students are being discriminated against as a result, and Blacks and homosexuals and people put in their places, they had a right to have that affirmative action law rescinded, and they did. So the, the, these people have a right, and they're going to get that right, and they're not going to be replaced by Blacks or homosexuals or whatever to who people had much lower scores and the merit system is going to stand in effect. So they just, once again, Supreme Court helped and set up a ruling that allows the merit system to go on. You get in school because of your grades and because of your test scores. The third one was a ruling that came out of the, the courts in the lower courts was against your President Biden, that fool. He used a political trick, and it was trickery, to buy votes back in his last election by telling those people, a lot of people have student debt, telling them that the government's going to clean up and pay for all their student debts. The Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. It has to, any money allocated to do anything has to come through Congress and not through the president. So that was the beauty of that. It stayed just like the fact that he doesn't have a right. They slapped, slapped him on his wrist and slammed the door on him. And none of those people are going to get any uh, of their school debts paid. It's going to turn out to be a big problem for him in the next election because he's a liar and they know it. Let's get back to our original format and this, podcast, this podcast that we are getting ready to do. It's titled, Why Satan is Attracted to Women. We will talk about several concerns pertaining to our subject, and then we'll move into it. Satan was created by Jehovah God as one of the highest level angels. He was given attributes that no other angel had. He was in God's earliest creation, and he knew that he was a created spirit being. He was given a special attribute of pride and vanity. This particular attribute was not present in the other angels, as stated in other podcasts. Satan's pride and vanity caused him to be a wannabe copycat, to steal God's glory, power, and ruling kingdom and his dominion. However, this special attribute that Satan had was a means of testing him. God tested him to see where his loyalties were. During this period in heaven, Satan failed the test and was booted out of heaven with one-third of the angels who chose to follow Satan's roguish behaviors. Let's move on. Even though the Bible is replete with evidence of Satan's existence and his desire to destroy God's creation here on earth, most people don't even believe he exists. This is favorable reality that Satan enjoys and promotes. Many 
secular Christians, borderline Christians or phony Christians, believe that Satan is just a mere symbol of evil. On a recent TV talk show, only 1% of the young people between 18 and 35 years old had a biblical worldview that the Bible is accurate, and that includes that Satan is real and an evil force in this world. So 99% of those surveyed don't believe in a literal Satan. That means a real Satan. Therefore, they are clueless concerning the spiritual warfare we are engaged in today. They have no idea what's going on in this, these spiritual warfares that Satan is carrying out. You're basically using the Democratic Party. See, there are a group of people who run the Democratic people, and they are the bosses. And Biden is not a boss. They tell him what to do, and that's he's doing just what they want. He's following their playbook. Since the Bible is replete with information about Satan, here's just a few Bible verses you can study and use about Satan. Three Old Testament ones, Genesis 3, verses 3 through 4. First Chronic, First Chronicle, twenty-one and verse one, and Job, chapter one and verses six through twelve. New Testament, three of those. Matthew six and the verse thirteen, and then you go up to Matthew sixteen and the verse twenty-nine. First John, the third chapter, eighth verse, Revelation, the twentieth chapter, and the tenth verse. Believe it or not, Satan is using modern technology today to get his deceptive deeds done. Let's move on. Let's get to our podcast topic today. Why Satan is attractive to women that have that why he's attracted to women. I have a rogue gallery of Old Testament and New Testament women that I will share with you to support my basic question about Satan's attraction to women. I would first like to give you an Old Testament verse for you to consider. That's, it reads, for there shall be no rewards for evil women and men. The candle of wickedness shall be put out. What that simply means is that God is not going to reward you for your sinful behaviors. And he will take your life and you will go to the lake of fire and spend the rest of eternity in hell. He's not going to reward you for your evil doings. The word rogue is plain and simple. It means a deceitful, wicked person. Let's move on. The Old Testament rogue gallery of women, Eve, Sarah, Delilah, Rebecca, and Jezebel, each one of had a definite role in leading God's people into a greater death of wickedness, evil, and sinful behaviors. However, this is an incomplete list of all of the evil women in the Old Testament. It still allows me to focus on what they did to help Satan's effort to destroy God's divine plan of salvation. You understand? Let's look at the women. The women are easy. Eve, she was helpful in, in getting... Adam and her kicked out of the garden. One, just one basic law they needed to follow, and they couldn't keep that. Sarah, she was the wife of Abraham, and she caused him, told him to have sex with her handmaiden, and it produced a whole world of trouble that the Jews are in and going against the Arabs. Ishmael is created the Arab nations and people. 
Delilah, she was Samson, and you know what happened to her. She cut his hair off, and in the end, she died when he pulled down the pavilion and killed himself over 3,000 people. Rebecca was Isaac's wife, and she stole the birthright of Esau. He was the first child, but they were twins. He was the first child, and he was to get the birthright. But she stole it, and she gave it to Jacob. So she played all kind of trickery to get it. Jezebel, she was the wife of Ahab, and she was a, basically, she was a idol worshiper, and she wasn't in the Israelis' people family. And she brought the people to worshiping Baal and Malak, who was the god of prosperity, and they would sacrifice their kids for prosperity. And today, these women who commit abortion, that's what they're doing. They're sacrificing that child for convenience and for prosperity. Okay, so that's the Old Testament gallery. The New Testament gallery of wicked, evil, sinful women who sought to help Satan destroy and disrupt God's plan of salvation for mankind. Here is the New Testament listing. Margaret Sanger, Madeline Mary O'Hare, Jean Dixon, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Hillary Clinton, and Nancy Pelosi. Margaret Sanger, she started Planned Parenthood back in the 20s. And it was to encourage and to de encourage abortions and decrease the number of Black people who were living in this country. It was a part of eugenics. And the eugenists believed that the superior race should control the, the, the minor race or the inferior race. And by controlling them, they should use eugenics and tr go toward annihilating them. So that's Margaret Sanger. Marilyn, Mar Marilyn, Marilyn O'Hare, Madeline Marilyn O'Hare, she was the one who, through the Supreme Court, got Bible reading in the schools kicked out and the uh, prayer kicked out. She was an atheist. Jean Dixon, she was Nancy Reagan's uh, person, fortune teller, and she was giving uh, advice to the president. So he was seeking a fortune teller to tell him what to do. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on the Supreme Court and she used every bit of her leverage on the Supreme Court legally to promote the whole thing of laws of hate speech, which were they could use against Christians for speaking and using the Old Testament speaking of sin and the sinful behaviors such as homosexuality. Hillary Clinton, you know, she was an enabler. She did all kinds of things. He raped about three to four women in in Arkansas, and she covered for him. And then she wrote that thing, that, that, that dossier against Trump, which was just a lie, a Russian dossier. And she paid to have it. She paid almost a half a million dollars to set that up because she lost to Clinton, to, I mean, sorry, she lost to Trump. And so she used the lie. And the House tried to impeach him a bunch of times over just a lie that she created. And they knew it was a lie. And when it came out eventually that she was the liar. Nancy Pelosi, you know what she did. She was the, the she 
was in, she was the head person in the uh, house. Minor, she's majority leader. She did all kind of crazy things to hurt Trump and to hurt our and to turn our nation into another Sodom and Gomorrah and whatever else like that. These women are 20th century and 21st century. Many that I would think that you know, but have little knowledge of how they helped Satan carry out his nefarious program. See. So these women did that, and that's what they did, and that's what they were, people carrying, helping Satan to carry out his nefarious programs. Let's move on. Let's explore my basic question and premise that I stated at the beginning of the podcast. Man was created from the dirt of this earth. He, as a result of what God chose to use as his basic elements for our creation was dirt. God used a simple cognitive rational approach in man's earthly creation. See, that's what we're earthly creation. We are created from what the materials and elements of the earth. However, women were not made from the same basic elements that man was made from. She was made from the rib of a man and created from flesh. Therefore, the elements of a woman was created from created from and caused her to have feelings emotions and that's how she operates since her existence since satan has an excellent understanding of how women operate he knows that women operate on their feelings and that they often ignore using practical solutions when problem solving is being made and and being made her feelings are easily to deceive so man operates on basic principles and facts and figures and things like that and woman operates on feelings satan uses trickery to convince women to believe his deceptive lies and screams without schemes without knowing his ultimate goal First Timothy, the fourth chapter, first first reason. Now the Spirit expressively says that in the latter day, mankind will depart from worshiping God, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisies, and having their own conscience destroyed, and believing fables that lead them into ungodliness and finally hell. All women in the Old Testament row gallery, Old Testament and New Testament row galleries, were seduced into believing lies and fables about Satan. He convinced them that their feelings were more important than keeping God's moral laws and being right with God. Let me apologize because I have not given enough consideration to our in our row gallery to that to all the many sinful women who are found in the Old Testament and allowed Satan to go attempt to destroy God's will and his domain. I've got to move on to another group because of time. I should have because of time. And I want to get this group also in this podcast. So I'm moving across the time. There is a large group of women that Satan has a very strong attraction to. 
they are the black woman that he has beguiled for the past 75 years. They make up a large portion of the black folk. Therefore, Satan must keep them enthralled because they keep his death culture platform for the Democratic Party alive. Satan is an excellent politician. Yes, he is. He knows that blacks make up a large voting block. He needs them to keep his party, Democratic Party platform operative today. Satan beguiled the black woman with his 1965 welfare state. Then he moved the black women and beguiled them about the feminist movement. Then he has also beguiled them and through trickery and made like Obama was such a great person and has them make an idol of Obama and his wife. And then he's moved them into this gay rights life that exists, the transgender stuff that they do. So black people are hooked into all of his different lies over the last 50 years. He has used lies along with the national news media. The national news media is covering for Satan. And they're only giving the general public news that Satan and the Democratic Party want them to hear. So the national news media is keeping them blind to the truth pertaining to their former slave master's political party, which they founded back in 1820. In 1820, they were called the Democrats. In 2023, they're still called the Democrats. I wrote uh, a real important uh, essay commentary called can, called, can a leopard change his spot? You can find it in our podcast. If you, since I'm moving now, if you should have a conversation with black women, that's where I'm moving to talk about them, you will know they are full of religious cliches and platitudes. This would cause you to believe you are talking to a very religious person who knows God on a personal level. The problem is they claim to know God. You hear that? They claim to know God, but their involvement in the demonic Democratic Party denies that God exists in their lives. Therefore, all the evil written in the demonic democratic platform means nothing to them. They follow the PC political correctness or of being tolerant and ignorant that the democratic platform breaks all of God's laws and commandments. See, they're ignorant of it. I don't even know if they know what the platform is. It becomes obvious that their religious platitudes and cliches have nothing to do with their loyalty to God. You can see all that talking and quoting scriptures and have a good day and have a blessed day and God is love and all. That doesn't mean anything. It's just a cliches and it's just platitudes that they use. Let me pose this question to you black women. Do you think a group of Jewish women living in Germany today would join the neo-Nazi party. I pause. Since most of you black women are stupid, I'll help you answer my question. No, these Jewish women would not join the neo-Nazi party. No, their knowledge of history, these Jewish women, 
would prevent them from making such a stupid mistake. Therefore, if stupidity is a common commodity, commodity you black women highly value, then you're worth your weight in gold. So if you don't or can't compare yourselves to what those Jewish women do, then you're way out of the game. Let's continue. Well, let's move to our closure with two New Testament scriptures written from the Bible for you illiterate black women today. The first is first John, the second chapter, the fourth verse, and it reads, if you say you know Jesus and you won't keep his commandments, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. The next one reads is from the book of Galatians from in the New Testament. Galatians 6, 7, verse and the eighth verse. It reads, God is not mocked for what so ever a person soweth, that they shall reap. He that soweth to the flesh shall reap corruption and hell. But he that soweth to the spirit shall reap everlasting life. See, these two scriptures, it's clear that they are liars and the truth is not in them because they won't keep God's commandments. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. All through the Old Testament and New Testament, it talks about if you love Jesus Christ and you want to serve him, then you need to do this basic thing. Keep his commandments. Now, there's another scripture that's written in the Old Testament by Solomon. Solomon said, if you want to follow Jehovah God. You need to do these two things. First, you need to fear him. And secondly, you need to keep his commandments. The first, fear. You need to fear God. God is a destroyer of men. God is a destroyer of nations. And he is a destroyer of worlds. He proved that. All through history, you can see him doing that. He is an ever burning fire. God is a fire that burns up and that's his anger and he will destroy you. Go to the next verse. If you think you can make God out of a fool and spit in his face, then I want to tell you this. Since I've told you he destroys men, nations, and worlds, he will destroy you. He will bring a judgment against you. Right now, the black women have a judgment already being brought against it. And they're too stupid to realize what God is doing. One of the things that a prophet said back in the Old Testament to the king and his entourage of his princes and stuff, and they came out. He came and stopped him. He said, why are you helping the wicked? And why do you love these sinful behaviors that they act on and that they do? He asked him, why are you doing that? The people who hate God, and why are you loving those sinners? And they stood there and was not able to know. He said, don't you know why the, your crops get eaten up? Or don't you know why all these storms come, the flood and all these things, and your enemy is always at your back? He said, those are God's judgments against you for not keeping his commandments. So God is judging us for the fact that we're not keeping his commandments, especially as black folks.
Well, therefore, I am a black Jeremiah, weeping for my people and begging you black women to confess your sins of belonging to the demonic Democratic Party, repent and expose them for what they are. That's what you have to do. We have to stand up for God because we're standing in the foot, we're in, in the shoes and in the footprints that Jesus has left us to follow. So we have to keep his commandments. The democratic platform is full of evil and it violates every one of God's commandments. And it's full of all kinds of things that leads to hell and destruction if you practice them. So we're begging you black women to confess your sins and repent and expose them for what they are, your sin and the Democratic Party. Explosive for what they are. Well, we've talked a long time. God is ever consuming fire found in the book of Deuteronomy. That fire means that he is a judge and he is judging men right now. What do you think the COVID, that COVID-19, what do you think it is? It's a judgment against mankind and they can't deal with it. It keeps changing and everything. God is using that to judge mankind and he's doing an excellent job. You need to get right with God. You need to repent. That's the first thing you do. Confess your sins first and then repent second and then you can follow Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ says you must deny yourself, pick up your cross and then follow me. That's what you have to do. Maranatha, Jesus Christ is coming back again and I'm looking forward